What's up, everybody? Hello uh, from Key West, Florida. For once, Ryan, I am closer to Miami than you, I believe. Uh, you are. You are. Haley the Bear. Hello. Josh. Nuggets in five. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. I'm so wrong on my pick. I'm so wrong. Like I, I'm already ready to admit it. Ryan, we'll we'll dig into that. But also, we as always have Ryan from Miami, who's wearing a cowboy hat for some reason. I am well, you know, in in honor of of your birthday and and CMA Fest. Um, <laughs> you know, I figured we'd get into the spirit. So, howdy! And isn't it baseball season? What what is this NBA oh. playoffs you're talking about? Oh, weird! It's so weird, Ryan. Oh, oh my God! It's it's almost like I uh, was right again. When your when your team is doing poorly, Ryan, you fail. Uh, I, for one, am, am very proud of Michael Jordan's son, Jimmy Butler. Um, <laughs> he is he has managed to carry a team uh, that has uh, done their best. They've done their best. Okay. They they've really they tried. They tried really hard. We are back, baby. We are. Oh, whoa, back. whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't go that far. I didn't go that far, oh. Ryan. Back up, back oh. up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put the cowboy hat back on. Uh, right, <laughs> it's your best look, honestly. Uh, for everyone that is not watching the video of this, um, obviously this is going to be a short podcast today because I am down at Key West with about eight friends. and uh, It's your birthday. Gonna, yeah, it is my birthday. We're going to get on a boat. Go get some sunshine, maybe do some fishing. Um, and obviously, we just got through a couple things, so I want to start with music. That out of the way. Go ahead. <laughs> By the way, I think it's hilarious. I, I did it. The sounders. <laughs> I, I got it. I got I'm it. Guessing. I'm just guessing where they are today. Sure. Um, but CMFS. Huge shout out to everybody that came down 2023. Um, awesome to really have it, you know, truly back. It felt like this year. It, it felt like this was the first year it was really and truly like see if it again. Like everybody came in and kind of took over Nashville. Um, the shows were amazing. There were so many people playing everywhere. Uh, Josh, you saved my life the other night. Um, <laughs> Because somehow one of my guys completely forgot here that we needed to do the show <laughs> at the Spotify house. It was a good, it was a good show though because I went and saw that show. That was that's a, a, that that's was also a golf cart going. Yeah, it's a golf cart, uh, which makes me feel like I'm still in Nashville. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, rarely. Uh, if you call me at eleven thirty at night, am I a awake? and be available to do anything, let alone run to the studio, put together a pedal board and run down back to old red to drop it off to Kevin. But yeah, I'm, I, I owe you. Uh, uh, just so you guys know, Ryan bear. Um, I, I told him, I was like, you pick out a piece of gear, whatever piece of gear you want. <laughs> I was like, I owe you big time. So, uh, okay. it was, uh, it was really funny because Brad Paisley actually was playing before us, and and Brad was like, "Hey, no big deal, man. Like you can use my pedal board if you want." And Kevin just looked at his pedal board and went, and <laughs> "Said no." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> there's." He's like, "There's so many settings on that that I don't know what they do." 
Yep. So it would take me longer to figure that out. He goes, if Josh can drop that off, it'll it'll save my life. So uh, he really, truly did, man. It was very much appreciated. Of course. Of course. Um, I will say the song went from 22 to 22 uh, this week. But, nice. like it. Um, very big man next week, I believe it will be top 20. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. No, no, no. I am definitely feeling um, not my age. (laughs) I will say that I I feel really, really good. Obviously, I just had an incredible CMA fest. Um, you know, so excited about all this music that I've been telling everybody is coming for a long time. We're doing a lot of stuff as far as mixing and mastering and like getting everything to like finally complete and uh the song that i've i've played all you guys uh young love and saturday nights uh i got played for the entire label and i immediately my phone like exploded it was like text messages and phone calls so it was a great song really really cool to uh actually get that feedback from my label. So I cannot wait for everybody that's listening to hear this. I know I, I constantly tease you guys with, hey, it's coming soon. But, um, you know, looking for you, obviously, as a current single right now. But I, I'm thinking that's probably going to be what, what we're all about next. And probably sooner rather than later, uh, it's going to be where people can get a hold of it. So I'm pretty pumped. So I got a few things just as a uh, as a CMA Fest observer again this year and worked CMA Fest, by the way. Yeah, I know. Awesome, awesome pop-up show at the Doghouse yesterday. Um, we were able to, to get some footage of it. It made News Nation. So it went national, which is awesome, which is great. Um, Thank you, buddy. A couple, couple of things. Number one, ran into Tyler Braden at the uh, convention center, and he is a big fan of the podcast, wants to come on the podcast uh, at oh, some point. Oh, okay. So, uh exchanged info so let's get tyler on because he's got a great story as a former firefighter turned into musician loves baseball um so that'd be awesome so we got a we got a future guest lined up that's number one number two um shout out to all the artists grinding in town it was really cool to kind of put a piece together featuring i got you in there cy we got ty in there kaylee bishop matt ferranti uh really got a chance to showcase the best of cma fest uh and the artists uh, that continually grind. And so uh, what an awesome experience it was. I will say, though, uh, the weather still cannot make up its mind. It is hot, then rainy. Now this morning it was 61. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. It is June 12th. It is your birthday, and it was 60 degrees this morning. I still don't understand it. Well, yeah, it I, I don't mean to uh, make you feel bad, right? but it is not 60 degrees where I'm sitting right now. Nope. Um. And for once, I'm pretty happy about it. I know I'm normally the guy that wants it to be cold every day, but uh, it's it's the keys. This is different. Also, by the way, for the record, um, I had the poll pulled up, and you didn't re- you didn't even tee me up for it, which is totally fine. You so, are lying, Ryan. First time You're I had lying. the poll pulled up, but I do have to give I have to give an update on this. Number one, I, I've got a couple of admissions. The first one is once again I. Uh, posted the quad YouTube to my personal account and not the quad account. So um, I'm feeling you're doing this on purpose, right? I'm that's becoming purpose. a thing. It's trying uh, to get clout. So look, 
Look, I mean, my subscriber numbers have gone up. I'm not mad about it. And it might <laughs> may or may not be intentional, which is totally fine. But that is the reason why uh, it just went up on our account this Monday morning because Josh was the one who alerted me to it. So that's number one. Number two, the poll. This was the closest poll we have ever had in quad history, ever. No way. Yes. Okay. So the poll hot take was, what's the worst comedy of all time? The win was Scary Movie at 28.2%. However, that is 20 that is 28.2%. All of the votes for these worst comedies were anywhere from 23 and a half to 24 and a half to 28.2%. So, across the board, people were very divided on what which was comedy second was place. Yeah, what uh, was second place. Second second place ended up being Son of the Mask, which was 24 and a half percent. Uh, third place was Deuce Bigelow Euro, which was 23.8. And then White Chicks was 23.5, which is kind of crazy. I That doesn't surprise me. No, that because White Chicks is me. awesome. I, I do believe there is. I, I know, Josh, you hate this movie. But I'm telling you, there there's a whole um, thing around that where it's, it's kind of like everyone knows going in that that's supposed to be what that movie is. So there's a lot of people that really like stand that movie real hard. So um, that's awesome. Though. I love when we get a poll that's like, <laughs> sorry for the fun, that polarizing. I, I, I love that. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So instead of doing what are you listening to, we're just going to completely skip that and let's go to sports. Josh's face every Josh, time he goes to hit, hit it. You hit the right button. It's not a button. I do have these labeled in Dropbox, but to click on it and to make it play a little bit longer of a delay. <laughs> but I got them all here. I There's all the look got, on your face. I got everything here. I got a Halloween intro. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean we could we could have hit the, the Christmas intro. Yeah, we get a lot. Of I got them all here. It's fine. Anyway, go ahead. Sports. Okay, so. um <laughs> Ryan, talk to me, Goose. I need I need to know what you think went wrong because it went from Miami picking up a win to Denver and looking like they had a shot to shock the world um, to them really looking completely and totally lost the past couple games. Uh, I I can't even from a position of being a fan and rooting for your team this year, uh, think that they have a shot. I, I, I really don't. I, I think it's over. I think uh, the Nuggets are going to close it out. Tonight. And um, it, it's kind of shocking how fast that changed. So what do you think was like the linchpin moment? Oh, I think me going from singing Pitbull to wearing a cowboy hat really truly encapsulates what the uh, the last week of NBA playoff basketball uh, truly felt like. No, look, I, I think jo and Josh and I were talking about this, um, you know, in the pre-show. Look, Josh hit the nail on the head last time, and I don't want to sit here in a minute, and I don't want. I, I have to give him his flowers though. I mean, Miami for eighty-nine games this year was one of the worst offensive basketball teams in the NBA, and they have regressed back to the mean, like really hard in the last three games of these finals. And here's the thing, like game one, they missed wide open shots. I was confident. Game two, they hit 18-3, still only one by three. Games three and four, they came out and 
you saw Denver assert themselves, whether it was Jokic and Murray getting triple doubles, which that's obviously too much to, to overtake for Miami. But then game five or game game four, you have the opportunity to, with Jokic in foul trouble, take advantage of the non-Jokic minutes. And Miami couldn't do it. They just couldn't do it. Um, they, they're starting backcourt combined for 10 points. Nobody over, nobody other than Bam or Jimmy scored more than 10 points in that game. Um, they looked they looked constipated offensively for a team that at times in this postseason looked like they could shoot the lights out. I mean, they were beating Milwaukee and they were beating Boston. I mean, and I think they peaked in game seven in Boston. And you saw a lot of those secondary guys um, that were stepping up and Jimmy hasn't been the same. He's injured. Bam, when he is aggressive is great, but he keeps settling for those 18 foot jump shots. They, they have been the, the one team this postseason to actually figure out defensively how to, how to manage the nuggets, but they're not getting it done offensively. And, uh, I think I covered it right there. Yeah. So I do think Heat and I, I do think Heat losing six. I think they find a way to win game five in Denver and bring it back to their house. But can you can you believe this, CY? The Heat have not won a game at home since you were in the building. Wow. <laughs> um, Haley, since no you and Chris on. were in the building, that was the last time the Heat had won a home game in these playoffs. Since we were down for Mikey's birthday. For game I mean, three of the Boston series. It has been, they have we lost left, we left some four juju games in there, a row at home. Like, Yeah, you, you left the juju. They have lost four consecutive games at home, which is, you're not going to win, you know, in the NBA playoffs, especially in the finals if you lose at home. So I think they do force a game six, but much like the Lakers series, I think it's too much to overcome. Josh? I agree with almost everything Ryan said, with the exception of, that Miami has figured out the Denver offense, because let me just point out one very clear thing for you that you're going to see on repeat tonight. The Jamal Murray Jokic one, five pick and roll dribble handoff is the most unstoppable play in the NBA. And here's why. And I watched it for three straight possessions in game four. Number one, he hands it off to Murray. They double-team Murray. Murray kicks it back to Jokic. Jokic, three. Okay, cool. Next time down, they <laughs> same thing. Hands it off to Murray. This time, they switch. So now we have Gabe Vincent on Jokic. Jokic backs him down into the post, gets help defense to come over, throws a lob to Aaron Gordon. Number three, they switch, and then Jokic backs down a smaller defender into the paint and scores over him. There is nothing you can do with a 1-5 pick and roll when your 1 and 5 are the best players on the team. Whatever Miami decides to do defensively, they're just going to do the opposite. They're like, "Oh, okay, you're going to do this. All right, Jokic 3. Oh, you're going to you're going to switch. We're going to back down the the smaller guy. Oh, you're going to blitz. Oh, you're going to both stay with Jokic and leave Jamal Murray to attack you. Wrong move." Like, it's just there's nothing you can do. And it's why they run it 60 times in a game. Like it is their offense because there is no adjustment you can make for this Denver team when they are rolling like that. Do I think they close it out tonight? I do. However, Miami, this is, it's a must win, but desperation, <laughs> right? I hate, I hate it. I hate sports like commentary in general. <laughs> Tonight's a must win. Guess what? It's the NBA effing finals. Every night is a must win. If you want to win the championship. Um, there is a desperation. They will throw the kitchen sink. Spolster is a good coach. They're going to do some exotic, weird 
things to try to get buckets. But ultimately, I think Jimmy Butler is hurt. I think that he is not attacking the basket. He's not really get. He's getting to the line a little bit, but it's off of head fakes and pump fakes and then just kind of like grabbing a little bit of contact. He's not attacking. He's hurt. We're going to find out after tonight, after Denver wins. Jimmy Butler has been playing on a torn ligament in his foot or his ankle and this is how it works every year so then you can wash away the last five games and go oh if only they were healthy the miami heat would have taken care of business like they did the rest of the series yes 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 feed into it yes give it to me give it to me okay wait 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 wait. i i am going to meet the middle josh i'm going to be the realist and someone who is a fan of jimmy buck um Who's a fan of you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like, he's a country music fan, okay? Look, and if he would like to join the podcast and, and hop on, like we're we're happy to have him. Yeah. I I think it's somewhere in between the the two points that you guys are making. I do think it is sort of an unstoppable one five. Who do you double team? Once you double team one of them, the other one's picking up the slack. And that does require both of them to be the best two players on the floor. Like, no doubt. They are, this is not like a, hey, they're really talented and that's unfair. Like, we are seeing them play lights out every game. Um, do I feel like, you know, get, getting away with some walks through the paint? Yes, I do. I sure, he but what looks, about he all looks of the like he's blocks. taking about eighteen steps? What about it's, all of no, the no, 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 wait, 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 no. Also, I will say because he is a big man that is athletic, he obviously is going to look like he. It's it's more ungainly than when you see like a Steph Curry. By the way, Steph Curry is my height. People don't think about the fact that, like, these guys are so freaking big. Like, Steph Curry is 6'4". Yeah. He's my height. I'm a tall person. And he looks Jokic small is on the court. a freak of nature. And Jamal Murray is playing lights out. And look, this is their year. Like we've said multiple times the past couple podcasts, you got to give people their flowers when they deserve them. And in this moment, I think it's really awesome that the Nuggets are going to pick up the win. I think it's really awesome that, uh, and I would agree with something that you have said in the past, Josh, um, that I believe Spolstra is coach of the year, in my opinion. I really do. Um, Even if they get blown out tonight, and only pick up one game in the finals. Uh, what he has managed to do with this roster and this lineup and the challenges they've faced, I think is absolutely incredible. What was it? Six years ago, they were 10 and 32, and then they finished the season 32 and 10 for the ra- the other 42 games. And it was like, oh, he's really good. He's really good at this. He can maximize the talent that he has on the floor. What we're also learning, and this is not... This is not to give LeBron another like feather in the cap, but to get through four straight rounds is exhausting. It's tough to do. It is taxing. It takes a lot out of you. And and I'm I'm wrong by the way because if you guys remember, since no one else wants to call me out on it because it's my birthday and it's it's all of our podcast and may or may not have my name on it. Um, 
you guys are being way too kind because I, I can, okay. I, I know you remember me saying this. I was like, no, I think possibly you're going to run into that thing where, you know, the Nuggets had time off and maybe they lost a step because they aren't in rhythm. And yeah, I was just wrong. <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. We, you know, we didn't know. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I just, there's a lot of things that we're going to look back on this series. Do people, you know, what, how does this change the narrative of Jimmy Butler as the number one option? I don't if think you, it does. I don't think it does. Cause I think he's hurt. And I think the second the series is over the expo, the, the 30 page expose on, on ESPN plus about how he tore it and game six of the Boston series and has been hobbled ever since. Like that. Well, but what is he, what is he averaging? Like 20 points. He's still He's scoring. averaging 20 hurt. He is, he is, but you can tell he is not wanting to put pressure. He doesn't want contact. He doesn't want to land on someone's foot. No, but there is again, like, like Ryan was saying they're not breaking a hundred points. It's been very low, very low scoring like, games. Very low scoring. All the unders. So, so the fact that you you have one player on that team accounting for a fifth of the points that doesn't seem like much because everybody's so used to seeing like, oh, LeBron scored forty, or you know, the the Kobe years where he had a game where he would score like sixty. They weren't winning those games when they no. would do that. No, when, it, it is when it gets filtered down uh, to one person. It 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 never goes well. And also, and this is the biggest reason you can tell Jimmy Butler's hurt. It's not an efficient 24 points. Yeah. He's doing it on 19 shots instead of like his usual 14, 15 shots. Right. Uh, and so I'm just, I'm waiting for it. I, it takes nothing away from what Denver has done. Denver, they win tonight. I think it's 16 and four in the final or in the playoffs, which is just insane. That's so good. Hit, uh, Jokic and Murray are putting up better stats than Prime, Shaq, and Kobe. Oh. Just for like, just for like a historic ah. thing to think about right now. Like they are doing more than those two did in that in the early two thousands run. Uh it just looks different. The game is different now. It's not a dominant big that's just dunking on everyone. It's a dominant big that's passing and scoring and doing and running the fast break. Uh, it's an exciting time. This has been really good basketball. If you're a basketball fan, if you like off ball cutting, if you like sort of the nerdy side of basketball, that's not just dunks and threes. Like this has been a great series. Um, but Denver is set up now. This is if they win tonight and I, we all think they're at least going to just win the, this, the series. Oh, they're, they're winning the series. There's no doubt. Wait that. Wait a minute. Gosh, wait a minute. You guys are forgetting we about go. one, one key thing. Scott Foster. There's one. There's one thing in common. Scott Foster. With, there's one thing in common with the only team to come back down three-one in an NBA Finals. Kevin and Love that would be Kevin Love. So I'm putting all my eggs back in the Miami basket. I've been saying Heat in seven. Kevin Love is going to give the best. Pre-game speech of his life tonight. These guys are going to come the out. They're going to win five. Gonna win game five. They're going to come back home. They're going to take game six. And Denver is going to be scared out of their minds in their own building in game seven. And the Miami Heat are going to win this series in seven <laughs> games. Watch. Wait to see. 
Ryan, what do yeah, you remember okay. about Kevin Love during the 2016 finals? What do you remember about games five, six, and seven? Uh, he was an integral part of motivating those guys. <laughs> it wasn't when one for the game Ryan. going for 40 plus every night for three straight games. It wasn't that. Re- no, he's very highly motivational. Okay. All right. Win one for the Gippers. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, love, All right. I love the Kevin um, Love. A guy that's playing like 13 minutes a game right now. All right. I, I have a boat calling my name. So we're we're not even going to do a hot take today. We're going to go to the movie, and I want to get a quick round from you guys, and then I'm going to go put suntan or something like Sunblock. <laughs> He's not trying to I get am, I am, uh, yeah. I, I've not been in the sun nearly enough. I've been in the studio a lot. So um, we're going to attempt for me to not be burnt to a crisp. But uh, let's go to movies. <laughs> Josh's face every time. I'm just watching Josh's I know. face now. <laughs> I can't hear it on this end. So I'm just like, I'm looking at you, and when you look back at me and the camera, I'm like, okay, we get we get to do that. Um, did you guys see this movie? Yes. I didn't get a chance to. Uh, what with the CMA festivities and things. Honestly, the only reason I got a chance to is because I went Thursday. Yeah. I went the like the first night I came because that was the the one day that I had it was open. Because Friday obviously was nuts. Yeah, and I had I had Sam Thursday night at Old Red, so. I mean, yesterday before I flew down here, I had a show. So, like, I totally understand them. Um, CMA Best Week is bananas. But, dude, I'm just going to say you need to go see this. It is absolutely incredible. It is really good. Okay, I... whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. You going to hit the spoiler button? Light spoiler. I heard that one. I know. Um, I know did. So, it, Here's the deal. Are you going to talk about the fact that this is the middle of a trilogy? Yes. All right. Think of this, and I like this, and I'm not normally the person to, to like, want to die on this hill, so to speak, but, man, I thought it was fantastic that they treated this movie like the middle part of a trilogy. It, It is a cliffhanger at the end. It is obviously leading up to the third film. It reminds me more of the original Star Wars trilogy than it does anything else because it ends sort of on a cliffhanger. Things move forward. There's a lot of exposition. There's a lot of world building. But there's not this... There's no answer to anything. No, it doesn't wrap it up at the end. It, it is definitely... It was it too long of a movie for me not to have some sort of reward in the end. That's what I was upset about. I was like... Okay, some parts of these movies are really long, like it's really long, and then all of a sudden I was like, there's no answer. And I was like, wait a minute, so that's wait a year after sitting through all of that. And it was amazing. So and oh sorry. Unless you <laughs> unless you want to go just watch a uh, again, when I refer to like a popcorn flick all the time, when I'm talking about something I'm gonna sit down and watch one time, cool, I get the beginning, middle, and the end, I'm done. It could be one of the Fast and Furious movies. It could be, um, you know, the Mortal Kombat movie that I wouldn't watch. Like, I, there, movies are not going to be in the pantheon of my favorite movies ever, right? Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed them. I went and watched them. They were cool. This, for me, I, I cannot wait 
to see the third film and then have this as a collection of films. It's that good. There's really and good cameos too. Really good cameos. It's in, I, I thought it was incredible. Ryan, what did you think? I didn't see it. You nodded. I nodded in appreciation. <laughs> Golly. But I will say this. It's really, it's really strange now because ever since you showed me that TikTok of Venom, that is literally what comes to my mind now when I see any of these Spider-Verse anime. Like, but this is, no, no, wait, 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 wait. First of all, not anime. Animated. animated. There's two different things. Yes. Very different. Very different. Animated. Very different. Um, also, you guys really need to see this movie. I'm you I'm really going to. I I might have some time this week to go see it, but it's I mean I'm da- I'm not gonna not see it for sure. If you go see it this weekend, we'll discuss it next week, but we do need to pick something this week that we all watch because someone got on to me and was like, You haven't you guys haven't all watched the movie in like a couple weeks. Do you have a recommendation? We're, we're out flash. here living our lives. Say that again. Oh the flash. I already got to see the flash and I can't I'm going to see it again. So we need to do the I flash. I want to see Michael Keaton as Batman. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean that that would be the the appeal for me. No one will be disappointed in the Flash. Everyone needs to go see it. Okay. Like All I right. said, I'm going to go watch it again. So okay, I'll see it. I'm game for that. I'm game. For I that. think this brings up a really interesting thing we could do for next week's hot take, which is best middle movie of a trilogy that is not Dark Knight. Ooh. That is not Dark Knight because that's the cheap answer. The cheap answer yeah. is Dark Knight. That's that's recency bias. That's that recency would, that would bias. Be Ryan's answer. And it is great. And everyone <laughs> would agree that like it's one of the best ones. But nay, you have to go back in a different trilogy and pick the middle movie as the best one of the I movie. like this. Okay. I I I like this a lot. I think that's our hot take for next week. Yeah. Because we're gonna need um, to think about again, it. There's a lot of there's a lot of good trilogies out there. I, yeah, I know that that leaves a whole lot wide open, right? Um, I just want to give you guys, and I will try not to overuse this phrase you really already have, but I want to give you all your flowers. So many people came up to me during CMA Fest when we're talking about the podcast, and just want to say, love working with y'all. Um, this is one of my favorite things to do. Obviously, I'm doing it on my birthday from Florida. Yeah. Uh, and I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Anyone that's listening to this, thank you for listening to us. Uh, we've got some big things coming soon. So I, uh, I want to make sure that you go vote on the poll every week when we do it. Um, hang out, create this community that we've started. And it's, it's been over the course of several years, but I do feel like we're in a really awesome spot. And it is tank top season again, so quad pod squad, get your tanks, because I still got quad pod squad tank tops and those green shirts that say quad pod squad. Crap. crap. Uh, one more time. Quad Word. pod squad. There it is. There, there it is. is. So go check, uh, go check that out in the merch and get your tank or t-shirts if you prefer. <laughs> All right. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, guys. I'm going to go get on a boat. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Is it done? <laughs>